This week on Moms Moving On. We usually use the word righteous when we're thinking about a social cause or um, like fighting for justice. And I use that word purposely with divorce because you all out there have every reason to be pissed off. Like if you're getting a divorce, there's shit that happened that totally makes sense that you're angry. It's righteous anger. It's yours to own. It's yours to feel like it is real. Don't try to be some person who never has any anger. That means you're not a full holistic person. You need to have all feelings to be a full person, right? So righteous anger means that you have the right to feel how you feel. Life moves on, so why shouldn't we? This is Michelle Dempsey-Moltak, your host of Moms Moving On, navigating divorce, co-parenting, single motherhood, and moving on. Hi, everyone. I'm back with another repeat offender. And not just because I love her personally, but because she was actually one of our most listened to um, podcast guests in all of our 61 podcasts so far. So Dr. Elizabeth Cohen, thank you so much for being back. Oh, my pleasure, Michelle. It's so great to be with you. And for those of you who haven't yet met Dr. Cohen on the podcast, you probably know her through social media as the divorce doctor, because that's essentially what she is. But now she's here today uh, with a new baby, who is your new baby? Do you want to share? Oh, yes. My new baby is right here. My baby. It's called Light at the Other Side of Divorce, Discovering the New You. It's my new book that is out on April 20th, but available for pre-order now. It is, um, as someone said to me, it turned my heart into art. Oh, um, that is amazing. Isn't that- the title is Light on the Other Side of Divorce, Discovering the New You. And I love that title in itself is the perfect way to describe what happens when you are able to move on in a positive way from the divorce. You feel lighter. Every woman I speak to feels free, light. Those are the words they always use to describe it. And you ultimately do become a new version of you. Yeah. I think especially, Michelle, if people have the guidance that you provide, that our colleagues provide um, in the divorce world of, you know, really taking a moment to focus on yourself and ask yourself, what do I want to do? How do I want this to be different than maybe what I read about in in books or what I hear on TV, like, how do I want to have a different experience? And if you do that, if you do that work and just picking up my book is, is a symbol of that work of focusing on you, everything can be really different. I I agree. And, And just looking through some of the chapters here, I'm like, whoa, had I had this when I was getting divorced? Wow. What a, what a different experience I would have had. But I think like you said, we're in a place now you, me, our colleagues, where we're offering so much to the divorcing person. And through that, understanding what it really is a person needs in modern day 2021 versus maybe what my mom needed 30 years ago when when she got divorced. And so like, let's just clap for ourselves for normalizing divorce a little bit. Like, and, and now you have this baby that you can put out into the world and help so many people with. So I just want to read something from Amazon here. To summarize the book, create a life you love after divorce, offering a well-researched and tested method for recovering from the heartbreak of divorce. Dr. Elizabeth Cohen brings her highly successful afterglow process to you in light on the other side of divorce. 
Don't just move on after you break up, thrive. So within that, I want you to tell everyone who's listening what you do, what your practice is, and again, what Afterglow is. Yeah. So I'm a clinical psychologist. I have a private practice here in New York City, and I also have an online program called Afterglow. Um, It is a healing program on that you can access online. Um, It's video-based and activity-based that helps really move you through the healing process of divorce using research-supported methods that I use in my practice and I've been using for over 15 years. And I created the Afterglow program and this book because when I was going through my divorce 10 years ago, I opened up my laptop, typed in divorce recovery and couldn't find anything. We didn't have the support that people have now. And I because of the privilege of my education, I was able to piece things together very slowly. And I never wanted anyone to have to do that. I wanted it to be there so they could step the day they decide they're going to divorce, or even before you decide that you want to divorce, see what the process is going to be to actually have a beautiful life after. And it all starts with making a choice, right? So in your work, in your work with women, especially women with young children, because that's, mm-hmm. that's really you know the population that I work with, what do you think it is that is is holding women back from being able to step into that light on the other side of divorce? I think um, it's what our greatest strength is and our greatest weakness. I think it's our our focus on other people. I think it's our deep ability to care for other people, um, to think about other people's feelings. That is such a gift. But it also screws us because the person totally because the person we forget is ourselves. I think the key to healing is taking the deserved time to focus on what you need to move through. I know when I was going through my divorce, I could have told you a litany of what my ex needed to do. I mean, I had a whole whole story. I referred him to a bunch of people. I actually went. I went to a psychiatrist for myself and I was talking for about 20 minutes and he just stopped me and said, stop, don't, it was a little intense, but it was, he made a point. I never went back to him, but it was a good point where he said, stop talking about him. Now tell me about you mm-hmm. and Michelle. I mean, I'm a therapist for God's sake. I had nothing to say. Right. I hadn't even thought about myself. Right. It's like, uh, right? well, well, yeah. Uh, while I'm upset about him, you know, more about him. Uh And so I think the reason we get stuck and don't step into the light is because we are, we have this amazing capacity to take care of others and neglect ourselves sometimes. Every coaching call I have with a new client, it's, I don't know who I am anymore. Yes. I don't know who I am outside of this marriage. I, I feel, you know, I devoted all of my time and energy to this man and bringing children into the world. And now what? Now who am I? How does the book speak to that? It speaks to it in, in, a lot of ways. I mean, I'm a cognitive behavioral therapist. So I um, teach both how to change your thinking about things and how to change your behavior. So there's a chapter about assumptions and um, how you define yourself and the the thoughts we tell ourselves because self-talk is self-hypnosis. So I would really start with, let's challenge that thought. I am no one without my marriage. Let's talk about what you were like before you met him. Yes. Right. Tell me about what you were like in high school. What posters did you have on the walls? Like, let's really get to know the core of you again. So I would do in the book, it goes through some cognitive techniques and then also behavioral techniques. There's a chapter called living your life by design, not by default, where I actually have you write down your ideal day 
what do you want to do? And really, what do you want to do? 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 9 a.m., really filling out specifically, if you could do whatever you wanted, what would that be? And so I think, Michelle, I'm sure you do this in your coaching because you're so skilled. Like It's just guiding the person to actually spend more than two seconds Mm -hmm. thinking about what they want, and it'll flow. But we're here to help you kind of ask the right questions so you get those juices flowing again. Yeah. And and I agree with that so much. Like being able to break down instead of saying like, where do you want to be in five years? Like, how do you want to feel tomorrow? What do you have to do to get you there? I think that's so poignant for a mom who is kind of like drowning in the reality of having to move on and lawyers and moving and, and all of those. Mm-hmm. Things. I love that you're able to break it down for women like that. I'm not surprised. But ladies and gentlemen, I have the privilege of sitting here and looking at the entire table of contents for this book. And it it's such like a journey through everything you feel and go through after a split. Did you pull out a lot of your own experience for this? I imagine you did. Yeah. Yeah. So the book um, uses my experience and my hundreds of clients that I've seen over the years, their experiences. And I share the things I did wrong, the mistakes I made, what I learned from it, and how um, you can have a different experience, you know, if you if you try some of the actual tips and tools in the book. And so yes, I very much used my experience with this. So there's one chapter in particular that jumps out at me that I really want to dive into because I think the word anger gets a bad rap. Um, and it totally righteous anger is a natural part of d- divorce, how to process anger, how, how to stop negative thinking about your divorce and its tracks. Okay. Anger has always been for me, you know, I'm, I'm hot blooded. I have a little bit of a temper. I definitely had more of a temper in my first marriage because he had a really good way of bringing out the worst in me, but it was always like, anger is a bad emotion. Anger is a bad emotion. Don't be angry. Don't be angry. And if you think about it, like all of our emotions are just that they're emotions, they run through us. And if we ignore them, what happens? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's not true to ourselves. So let's talk about this chapter because I love it because all these women come to me and they're like, I don't want to be angry. And I'm like, well, why? You have right. a right to be. Right. Yeah. Total bullshit. I mean, it's, it's, it's here. So here, it to- it's total bullshit. I just want to call bullshit on this. So you can't be angry. Like, and I'm a therapist. So like, you might think I'm sitting in some like Zen den and telling you, no, that's bullshit. So let, I love what you said, Michelle, <laughs> about emotions. So emotions are literally neural excitations in your brain. They have no valence. We give them valence or meaning. So joy, excitement, same thing as anger, same thing in your brain. It's what we tell ourselves about that emotion that impacts how we respond to it. So it's our saying anger is not okay. That makes anger not okay. What if I started saying, you know, joy is not okay, or excitement is not okay. You would start feeling uncomfortable with that feeling. So you have a lot of power, everyone. We can shift how we look at anger. And in the book, I talk about righteous anger. And you can tell I'm getting worked up because I love talking about this because we usually use the word righteous when we're thinking about a social cause or um, like fighting for justice. And I use that word purposely with divorce because you all out there have every reason to be pissed off. Like if you're getting a divorce, there's shit that happened that totally makes sense that you're angry. It's righteous anger. It's yours to own. It's yours to feel like it is real. Don't try to be some person who never has any anger. That means you're not a full holistic person. You need to have all feelings to be a full person, right? 
We talk about this with our kids. So fast. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> We talk about this with kids, like kids should have anger too. Like we, you know, we want to allow people to have all of their emotions because by the way, if you don't have anger, you also can't have joy and excitement. You can't just pick and choose your emotions. You want to be someone who has all of them. So righteous anger means that you have the right to feel how you feel. And a very important thing to hear from a therapist is that feelings are not facts and feelings are not actions. So I clients have the allow themselves to have the experience of anger so much that they might imagine a revenge fantasy. So they might describe it to me in great detail as if they were watching it on a movie in a movie screen. And why am I doing that? I have complete confidence that they're never going to act on it. This is what's important. Feelings are not actions. You're not going to act on it, but your body holds this fight response, which is related to the trauma response. And if you do not share it with a therapist, share it with a friend, allow yourself to feel it, it will come out sideways. You will have road rage. You will be nasty to your kid's teacher. You will find yourself like alienating your friends. It'll, it's going to come out. So don't think it's not going to come out. I want it to come out appropriately. I want it to be processed and moved through your body. And I think so many women who are listening to this and who are going to read that chapter will say, my ex always made me feel terrible about when I got upset. Oh, you're all you do is whine. You're never happy. And I heard it. And mm. I think it's important to also keep in mind that as you move forward after this, part of finding the light is part of aligning yourself with people who will say, like my husband says to me now, you're angry. You're allowed to be angry about that. Like, that's okay. Instead of why do you feel that way? You're so annoying. You know, can't you just get over it? I think it's really important that you make a vow to yourself to align yourself with the people who can accept anger as being righteous and, and part of the process instead of, oh, don't, don't, don't feel that way. Exactly. Because you want to be with somebody who see, I always think about this with my part, my husband too, is like, he loves me warts and all like, he loves me when I'm irrational and he loves me when I'm totally rational. You, it, there is no conditional love when you're in this relationship. It, it's with all of you. So if you lose your shit at some point, like that's okay. You can rebound from that. Yes. Like, right. Like mistakes are part of life. Mistakes are part of learning. And so if you've been shamed, I'm so glad you're bringing this up, Michelle. Like if your previous partner has shamed you for being angry, this is going to be a harder process for you. And so I want you to have an accountability partner. I want you to practice even every day, expressing just a little bit of anger and frustration, even in the privacy of your own room. I have exercises in the book where I recommend for me, it's listening to Rage Against the Machines, but to put on a song that just makes you move in a way that you can just, I punch the air, you know, totally by myself. Let the, let the feeling of anger move through your body and just get a little more familiar with it. Then you won't shut down when it starts coming up. Hey guys, Michelle here with a word from one of our sponsors. The Soberlink system is designed to make parenting time safer with real-time remote alcohol monitoring. Soberlink uniquely combines a breathalyzer with wireless connectivity and is the only system that includes facial recognition, tamper detection, and advanced reporting. Parents can submit a test anytime, anywhere, thanks to Soberlink's wireless technology, which delivers test results by text message or email to the concerned parties. 
Simplify co-parenting arrangements by using the system that provides transparency and proof of sobriety throughout the day. Flexible schedules combined with real-time delivery results make Soberlink the experts in remote alcohol monitoring technology. For a limited time, get $50 off your device by emailing info at Soberlink.com and mentioning Moms Moving On. Drive safe. Wait, 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 wait. Before we do anything, I have to ask, have you not joined the Moms Moving On membership community yet? This is the place I created for anybody looking for the benefits of coaching without having to commit to a high coaching fee. I've rounded up my go-to experts to put together curated content just for you, including free monthly webinars with me, self-confidence boosters, co-parenting tips and strategies, heartbreak advice, divorce anxiety relief, legal advice from top U.S. attorneys and mediators, financial advice, ebooks to help you on your journey, journal prompts and worksheets, discounts for all my favorite brands. The list goes on and on and on. And all of this at only $9.99 a month. Yep, you heard that right. $9.99 a month to be connected to women all over the world who are going through exactly what you're going through and to connect with me. Go to momsmovingon.com slash become a member and join us today. And in terms of being around people who let you feel your anger, leads yeah. me to another chapter in your book, which I wrote the same one. I We probably had all the same things to say. Friends or foes. I think it's so critical. You're in a new space in your life, which means there needs to be like, some sort of metaphorical clean out of the people you keep around you because not everybody is friendly and wanting all the gossip because they want to help you. Right. So talk a little bit about this chapter. Cause I, it was such a strong chapter for me to write too. Mm, Yeah. I mean, I don't know if this was your experience, Michelle, but I had this experience where I just overshared. It was like every person I met, I told them the whole goddamn story. Feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then I would feel like shit after because they didn't respond how I wanted them to respond. So the key of my chapter on friends and foes is really being thoughtful ahead of time about what you need out of an interaction rather than putting it all out there or not putting anything out there and then being reactive. You know, if I ask you right now, you know, about list three friends and tell me how you think they're going to respond, you're going to know. Like we know how people respond. Like it's no big surprise. What blows my mind is psychologically, we go to people who we know are not going to be supportive more of the time to kind of convince them. Right. So here, I know I did that all the time. And then I felt terrible after it's because we, I think it's because we want to convince by convincing the other person, we feel like we are then are more justified to have our feelings. It's like, come to my side, then I must be right. Like we're not comfortable with being right just on our own. We need everyone to validate it. Fuck. Yes. God, I struggle with that. Yeah, it comes from, I mean, it all comes from my like childhood trauma and people pleasing and all that kind of stuff. Totally. Recognize that. And I've tried as an adult woman married for the second time, raising a six-year-old to stop seeking those who don't understand or seek me because I don't need them to feel good about myself. So I love that you make that a point in the book. Yeah, I do. I call it sayers and my 
there is different than mine. Like I have this, it feels like a magnet. Like they're just, I'm just drawn to them. And then the next thing I know, I've told them too much and I feel bad. And so I want everyone to start noticing what, what kind of personality are you drawn to? Same with dating. Like, are you drawn to initially, but at the end you leave feeling kind of bad, like really start thinking about your friendships in a kind of more dissecting, analyzing way with you being the focus. Totally agree with the people pleasing Michelle. It's like you, I always lost sight of myself when I was talking to other people, but like, how do I feel when I'm with this person? If I don't feel good, I'm not going to do this again, but I could never say that until more recently. Yeah, it's amazing how empowered we become and and how empowering your book is. So some of the other chapters that I think are going to be so great, you do talk about dating after divorce, self-care, mm-hmm. long-term, how to manage all of the feelings. And you do go into co-parenting, which is so huge for my audience because a lot of us are just starting out and getting comfortable with co-parenting. Um, very quickly, any, any tips on co-parenting for our listeners from the book? Yeah. So, I mean, my, I'm sure you talk about this all the time. The number one thing I, there's two things I like to say. The number, number one thing is don't talk smack about your ex. I know it's so hard. I know that you have so much you could say to your kids, but you just can't. It's the hardest thing, but you just can't talk smack about your ex to your kids. It's going to hurt them. Your kids have a biological ingrained mechanism of attachment to both parents. And when you don't talk, when you don't talk neutrally and you talk negatively, again, you don't talk positively, you can talk neutrally, you threaten that attachment bond and that makes kids feel unsafe. It's biologically within them. comes after divorced people. It's not the divorce itself. I say this a hundred times a day. It's how you behave thereafter. Exactly. And you're going to be pissed. So it's going to be hard, but this goes perfectly. Then you read my chapter about processing your anger. Like you can be angry. You just don't share that with your kid. I agree. And and there's so much to take from that. It, it It's, there's so much children don't have to be exposed to. They're not responsible for our feelings. They're allowed to enjoy the other parent, despite the fact that he cheated on you and broke your heart. Yeah. Like you didn't do that to the child. And if we stop looking exactly. at these behaviors of other people as being like all encompassing of who they are, we're able to handle yeah. co-parenting much, much better. Totally. And I want everyone to know also that they kids need to feel like there's something positive about their other parent because they are part of that parent. Mm -hmm. So if you reject the parent outwardly, you are indirectly sending the message that you're rejecting the kid. Way to bring up like my whole childhood. I mean, it's, it's, it's such a terrible damaging thing and I've worked so hard to undo the damage. So if nothing else, just be neutral with your co-parent. Like it's not that hard. Right. We're begging you. We're begging you. (laughs) All right. So what's today's date? It's the 14th. Your book comes out in a week. Less yeah. than six days. Six days. Available for pre-order. It's already killing it. Um, Thank you. I am going to do a giveaway. Of your um, of my book? Of your book. Got yeah. it. I mean, everybody should have this. And I also want people to get excited about it. Like there's yeah. no amount of resources that you can take in right now when you're going through a divorce. You know, too much is not enough, in my opinion. Agreed. And speaking of too much is not enough. We have a really exciting event that we're co-producing, right? So the day after my book comes out, which is the 20th on the 21st, we are co-producing an amazing event calling doing divorce differently, where the leading 
minds, including Michelle and myself in divorce are coming together. All the best, AKA us. All the best, meaning us. (laughs) It's just us. (laughs) Um, To guide and show you how you can have a different experience with divorce. Michelle, do you want to share who's going to be with us? Yeah. So um, obviously, Dr. Cohen and I are presenters. We are also joined by Ben Helfon of Our Happy Divorce because he has worked really hard to show that there is another side to co-parenting if you're willing to work on yourself. Um, We have Susan Guthrie, who's everybody's favorite divorce expert. She'll be moderating. And Ashley Nicole Russell, who is the queen of collaborative divorce, uh, really showing our attendees what it's like to keep divorce out of court and how that's possible. Highly Mm -hmm. recommend. And then everybody's favorite love doctor, we have Bella Gandhi of Smart Dating Academy as our keynote speaker. And I love the way she's able to shift your view on you know, her job is to match people up and get them dating and and in love again. But at the same time, she's so clear on helping someone realize the importance of loving themselves first before they're they're ready to date again. So even if you're just first divorcing, there's so much you can take from her, even if you say to yourself, I'm not dating for another year. So there's going to be so much value, I think, from everyone and just the energy of all of us together, because we are so committed to shifting the mindset of divorce. Yeah. Exactly. So you can find out about undoingdivorcedifferently.com and all the proceeds are going to charity. So we really were here from our heart because we want to shift how people look at divorce. Yes, ma'am. What charity are you donating to? I'm donating to an organization that helps Orthodox Jewish women who can't get out of their divorces and their gets as personal history, not with that experience, but with being in prior Orthodox Jew. Love that. Were you? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I was raised Orthodox. Mm-hmm. Have you watched Diesel? Cause I'm obsessed. I I'm not ready yet for that. Like I'm still working through my trauma of my childhood, <laughs> but I've heard a lot of people are, I think it would be very validating for you, but anyway. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I am donating to kids side, which is an organization mm-hmm. in Miami that funds something called family court services. It's one of the best things Miami offers to divorcing mm-hmm. families, families that can't afford, um, the legal process or therapy or all of the many things that families may need to get through divorce in a good way, kids side is able to provide that through family court services. So that's mm. where my money's going and all the more reason to sign up because you're helping kids. Amazing. All right. So all, all of the ways to sign up for our events are in these show notes. And also obviously the most important part is buying Dr. Elizabeth's book that is linked as well. And I have added it to my Instagram book list for things you need to move on. So there's no reason not to get your hands on it. Um, in case I haven't said it enough, where can everybody find you? Um, you can find me at the on Instagram at the divorce doctor. And my website is drelizabethcohen.com. That's D-R. Okay. Go find your light, everybody. I have some questions now personally off, off the record for my (laughs) friends here. So have a great day. Thanks for being here. Divorce is never easy. And when children are in the picture, it can be extra tricky, especially when communicating with your ex is a challenge. Now there's an app with you and your kids in mind. It's called FAIR. F-A-Y-R. FAIR is the easiest, most intuitive, and conflict-diffusing co-parenting app on the market. FAIR helps eliminate misunderstandings while also improving communication between co-parents. In the long run, creating a loving environment for your kids. Here's what you can do on the FAIR app. There's a time-sharing calendar to track custody, exchange days, and never forget those special events. 
documentable text messaging, and an expense tracker so both parents can add and monitor expenses, track receipts, and add notes. GPS check-in, that's a court-verifiable way to document your presence at all GPS-verified locations. A monthly parenting report to download with your details. A private journal to take notes, add photos, and screenshots. A file vault to keep your records, photos, and documents organized and in one place. The opportunity to export all of your records into a convenient, time-and-date-stamped PDF when you need documentation for legal matters. And there's a Spanish version of the app as well. FAIR allows you to experience co-parenting in a totally new way. Simply, inexpensively, transparently, and fairly. Lose the he said, she said, and be the best parent you can be. Be F-A-Y-R FAIR. Subscribe at BeFair.com. That's B-E-F-A-Y-R.com. And then download FAIR from the App Store or Google Play. Go to FAIR.com for more details. Don't forget to use the code MICHELLE to save 20% off the cost of the app. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Moms Moving On. I hope you found today's episode to be helpful, inspiring, and give you the advice you need to feel empowered and strong as you move on. Don't forget to come say hi on Instagram at the Michelle Dempsey and drop us a line if there's a specific topic or subject you'd like us to discuss. Thanks. Stay strong.